Team One. Breach, breach, breach. Hey guys, welcome back. So, this past week must have just been a week for family drama. Um, I'm not saying that in a sense of trying to be negative or anything like that, but on more than a couple of occasions uh, within this past week, I had several people talking to me about some things that they had going on in their families. And some of these were new. Um, some were things that had built up, you know, just throughout, you know, the years. <clears throat> and I guess it finally come to a head with them. And, you know, they were talking to me about it. And it got me to thinking, you know, it's, it's not uncommon. It's not uncommon that, that we have drama within our own families. You know, I'm no different. We've had plenty of drama in our own family. Um, we're humans, you know, we've all got different minds and, and things like that. Um, but when you're talking about, when you're talking about situations such as the extended family, you know, aunts, uncles, cousins, in-laws, things like that, um, you know, that's, that's one aspect of it. And then you look at the other aspect, the closer family members, uh, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, brothers, sisters, um, you know, those things, that, that's a, a different aspect as well. <clears throat> One of the biggest things that, that comes to mind, at least first and foremost, when I start thinking about, you know, the, the different types of drama or, or issues that can come up uh, in, a, in a family situation, you know, it revolves, in my opinion, a lot of times around the differences in the, the times you know when when people were growing up you know I, i'm a child of the the 80s and 90s that's where i spent my my you know younger years so my outlook on things and you know a lot of the ways that i am nowadays is still guided by the lessons and, and things i was taught by my parents which you know come up in a different era than me likewise likewise for my children you know, my children are coming up in, in a different era than when I came up. You know, there was a, there's a whole lot more technology nowadays than there was back when I was a kid. Um, I think I'm in the Gen X. I don't really know. Um, I don't keep up with that all that well. But, you know, I, I grew up in a time where, you know, we were we were the, the start of, you know, the, the Ataris and, and things like that. So that's when I grew up. You know, nowadays, pretty much you can see a, you know, a five, six, seven, eight year old walking around with a cell phone. And I didn't get my first cell phone until I think I was 18, 19 years old. Um, you know, mom wouldn't get me one. So when I when I had a basic training in tech school, that's when I went and purchased my, my first phone from Altel. It was a StarTac. I was quite proud of it. Still had to wait for those off peak hours, though, so I could get that that free time. <clears throat> but i grew up in a different era than my kids likewise with my parents and, and it's the same for every family you know, every family is going to be that way um, each each generation has its own struggles and advances and benefits and and things you know that are different from the other generations and 
that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it does create some kind of a rift between the generations, especially if, you know, people can't have conversations and some aren't willing to accept or change or, or modify themselves. Then there's other situations where it's not so much that as it is just someone in the family has an issue. You know, they've got something going on themselves and they're kind of one of those misery loves company kind of people. Um, you know, and, and it can extend even further than that, but we'll kind of generalize it down to, you know, a, a mental health thing. There's something mental health, whether it's um, a psychological issue, whether it's a dependency issue, you know, any, anything within that realm, you know, that can cause family issues. And in the, the portion that I was talking about, about, you know, where the family members are just, you know, brought up different. They come up in different times. You know, that's one of those things that I'd like to say that I really had to kind of deal with, but I really didn't because I was still very much of the generation, you know, similar to my parents. Um, you know, obvious differences, but as far as the mindset goes, the mindset was still very much similar. Um, I think at least, obviously I can't speak for my parents, but I would say, you know, the biggest differences came between my generation and the next generation. You know, my generation grew up primarily without all the technology and, and, and things that, that the, the next generation did as to where when my kids come along, they had a lot more stuff. Information was more readily available. Um, you know, when I was in school, we were still learning how to use the Dewey Decimal System and going to the card catalog to finding things. Um, I remember the first time hearing about the internet, it was called the Information Superhighway. Um, you know, and that wasn't a thing when my kids come along. When my kids come along, you could easily get on a computer. Almost every home that I knew of at the time had some form of a computer. Most of them were desktops. But they had some form of a computer and, you know, it was nothing to get on the internet and, and find some information out. <clears throat> so there was, there was that biggest difference as far as what I can tell. Granted, you know, I can't, again, I can't speak for the generations before mine, but in my experience, even talking with generation, the, the people from generations before mine, you know, that next generation after mine is where the, where the biggest difference came in. And you know, having to learn and adapt to my kids' way of growing up, the way they see the world, what's being taught to them, what experiences they're having, you know, I, I have to be willing in some fashion to concede that the times are changed. And, you know, if I don't want to become this relic um, that, you know, is just bitter all the time and hates everything, I kind of need to change a little bit with it. Doesn't mean I have to give up on my morals or my values or anything like that or, or any ethics. I don't have to give up any of that. But I have to be willing to understand and accept that, you know, these these newer generations are being brought up in an entirely different time where things are more socially acceptable nowadays than they were than when I was a kid. You know, the way people dress, the way people act, the way people speak. Um, you know, all of these things are vastly different than when I was a kid. 
And likewise, those experiences that come along with all of that is going to be different, which means I have to be willing to concede to that change and adapt to it. But we do have people in our society that can't do that. And because of that, they wind up having that rift. Oh, this generation sucks. That generation sucks. Oh, blah, 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 blah. You know, I will concede that there are some of it that I agree with. Um, I will say, at least in my own opinion, that the newer generations, while they may be more intelligent book-wise at a younger age, they're a lot less intelligent in the terms of common sense or street knowledge. They're a lot less intelligent in those areas, you know, when we were that age. You know, back in back in that day, back in the days when I was a kid, you know, it was it was not uncommon to be a latchkey kid. You know, I was 10, 11 years old getting off the bus, going, unlocking the door, going inside the house, locking the door behind me, getting myself a snack and getting started on my schoolwork. Um, nowadays, you you know, you, people get the cops called on them for, you know, their child getting off the bus or the school bus won't even let that child off the bus if a parent's not standing at the bus stop waiting for them to get off the bus, you know huge difference in times so a lot of those things that i learned early on you know the newer generations aren't getting that experience because of how times have changed so you know concessions both ways there's benefits and and some things that are not so great uh, about the differences but in a family where you've got somebody that's not willing to accept it whether it's the newer generation or the older generation you know, that's going to wind up causing a problem. Likewise, when you've got a someone in your family or a group of people in your family, a couple family members, whatever the case may be, who are going through something psychological, you know, some form of mental health issue, whether it's diagnosed, undiagnosed, um, treated, untreated, it doesn't matter. If they're going through some form of uh, psychological issue or a mental health issue, and their, you know, their issues are not, one, being treated, two, not being uh, maintained, that can cause issues in a family. Um, you know, in, in one particular instance, from the story that I'd heard, it seems that, well, in two particular incidents, um, you know, it seems one family member is a compulsive liar and the other one, I don't know what, I, I'd really like to talk with that family member. They've got enough, at least from what I've heard from one side of the story, there's enough going on that there's something from that person's past that's caused them the, to, to be this way in their adulthood. And to me, that's intriguing. Um, you know, that's one of those things where I personally would like to have a conversation or two with them so I could kind of get more information, have a little better understanding. I'm also, you know, the person that when I'm talking with someone, I make sure I understand, look, from what you're telling me, based off of what you're telling me, you know, this is my opinion or this is what I think. But I also understand that there's another side of the coin. There is another story. There's the other perspective. Sometimes it's a difference in perspective that's the problem. You know, um, you know, both trying to say the same thing, but it's not coming across or one person saying something one way 
and it's getting interpreted a different way, breakdown in communication. <clears throat> but in these other instances, you know, initially it seems like one is just a compulsive liar, at least based off of the side of the story that I've got. And the other is pretty much just, if I boil it down, initially I was saying they were miserable, but honestly, I think they're lonely. I think they're, I think they're lonely and yeah, I think that loneliness has, has created a misery in them. Now, from what I understand, at least from one side of the story, um, <clears throat> allegedly they were, you know, pretty rotten prior to that. Um, there, there may be some other things there. At least, but at least based off of what I've heard now, you know, it kind of comes across at least based on that one side of the story, like the person is lonely and they're not getting any help for it. Neither one of these uh, situations, there, to my knowledge, there's there's no assistance in. Um, you know, these individuals are just going through their lives thinking that they are completely fine, completely normal, and they very well may be. You know, like I said, there is another story. There is another side of the coin. You know, this isn't discrediting either side, but based off of what I was what shared, what was shared with me, you know, it seems as though you know that nothing's being done about it. You know, and it's just going along and creating issues and creating drama and, you know, these kind of things when they're left unattended, unattended, um, you know, it can it can tear families apart. It can ruin relationships. And that's the path that, you know, in almost every story I heard in this past week, that's the path that these families are headed towards you know if they're not already there they're heading towards those those situations they're heading towards um you know cutting each other out of their lives and you know it's unfortunate it, it really is especially if there's a chance that that situation can be mended you know um for for those of you that did share with me that you know kind of helped spur this this episode along Please understand, I'm not saying that you haven't tried. I'm, I'm not saying that by, by any means. You know, from what you've shared with me, it sounds like you have. You know, and I've shared with you my personal opinion based off of what you've told me. But in other situations, that's not the case. You know, and in other situations, it's just no one's tried. And, you know, now we've got families being torn apart. And that's unfortunate, you know. Um in that particular kind of situation where not the one that's not being attended um, if, if no one's trying to do anything to help the situation or find out what the root cause of the situation is or whatever you know I, I really I really don't have a whole lot of advice when it comes to that um, you know go and, and, and try to figure it out sit down and have the conversations do the work do the hard work have those hard conversations you know, feelings may get hurt, but sit down and have those conversations and do that hard work to try to find out where the root of all this is stemming from so that you can hopefully mend what's been torn apart and grow as a family from there. Now, on the on the aspect of those family members that, that have been trying, you know, you've put yourself out there, you've done the work and nothing's changing. 
Um, the other person or the other people are unwilling to make changes or, you know, communicate with you so that you can understand why things are the way they are. In those types of situations, I hate to say it, but you got to cut your losses. If it's having such an impact on your life that, you know, it's, it's ruining family events, it's, you know, making you personally miserable, causing issues in your own home, you know, if it's not working, you have to realize it's not working and you just have to cut your losses. You know, and, and I do hate to say that because having a family and, and growing up with a, a fairly big family, you know, I've had my fair share of, you know, family issues. Fortunately, with most of them, you know, um, we were able to eventually work through them and, and by no means were any of them overnight. Yeah, we had little spats that we solved overnight, but there were some other ones that, that took some time. There were others where it took me you know, can't speak for them, but it took me a few weeks, couple months, whatever the case was, to be willing to get back into a comfortable place with them. So obviously my opinion on it is, is to try. You know, like I said a few minutes ago, put in the work, have the conversations. You know, if feelings get hurt, they get hurt. But as long as you're trying, as long as you're having those conversations, then there's a chance. There's a chance you can keep that family unit together. <clears throat> That's something that I know from my childhood that, that I really loved is when we'd have family reunions or, you know, just big family get togethers. I loved having all of my family around. Seeing how big my family actually was was something I truly enjoyed. You know, many a times sitting there with 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 family and having to ask, who's that over there? Oh, that's your cousin. Oh, that's your uncle. Oh, this, this, that's that. You know, that was amazing to me that all of these people, you know, shared blood with me and were my family. <clears throat> so obviously that's that's where, you know, I kind of want to push that effort. Now, if you're a type of person that in your life, you just don't deal with that kind of stuff and you're, you're not going to have it, then you've already got your decision made. You've already made up your mind and there's no use for me to try to help because you've already got it made up. I don't deal with it, I bounce. Okay, you know, if it works for you and that's what brings you joy and happiness in your life, then so be it, you know, so be it. Um, you know, you used to get told a lot of times, um, there's a lot of things in life you can pick, but you can't pick your family. And I would argue that nowadays. I would only argue that in the sense of if you're talking about biology. If you're talking about your bio biological family, yeah, you're right. You don't get to pick that. Uh, I would imagine that some of the family members of the some of these convicted serial killers probably did not want to come out and say that they shared DNA with these individuals. Couldn't pick it. Was who it was. But I would argue in today's time, based off of my experiences in life, that yeah, I most certainly can pick who's my family. Um, I say that only in the sense of, yes, I do have my biological family, but there are people in my life right now that I'm just as close with as I am with my own brothers and sisters. 
know, I'm just as close with them. You know, I've spent more time in the past, you know, almost two decades of my life with these individuals. I've spent more time with them than I have with some of my biological family. I've spent more time and been, been in more situations and had to rely on these individuals more times than a lot of people in my family, my biological family. So to me, yeah, that's my family. If they were to pick up the phone and call me right now and tell me they need me, I'd hit end on this camera right now, walk out the room and, and be out the door. No questions asked. I'm on the way. To me, yeah, I can pick my family. <clears throat> but just in like in that situation, problems arise that can't be fixed and it starts to disrupt life to the point where you know it's affecting me affecting my home life so on and so forth if it can't be fixed you have to accept that it can't be fixed and you got to move on and that's the last resort that i have the last resort information that i have for anyone um you know if you've got a family member that or or family members that you just can't do it every time you're around them despite your many attempts at trying and, and their attempts at trying every time you're around them it's an issue or even trying to plan family events it becomes an issue uh, or you know call like as in causing drama in your own home or whatever um yeah you know maybe it's time to consider that some families just better kept at arm's length you know just like the family of Ted Bundy. I imagine a lot of them were probably, we oh, hope you didn't find out about that. But, you know, they can't, they can't stop the biological uh, family portion of it. You know, maybe that's the same way you need to wind up being. You know, um, of course, obviously you're gonna have other family members, if you decide to go that route, you're gonna have other family members come in and go, oh, well, you know, maybe you just need to, if you've done the work, be respectful. Look, I appreciate your input. I've done all that I can. There's nothing left for me. I can't keep living my life that way. Now, if you're somebody that's a little more upfront and hardcore about it, hey, do what you want, but this is my choice. Or however you choose to say it. But make that decision. You know, but I would caution and say, please wait to make that decision until after everything else has been tried. You know, whether it's whether it's a generational issue, whether it's a mental health issue, um, whatever the case may be, try everything else first. It's your family. You know, at some point, family has to mean something. If you're a person that oh, I don't need anybody, you know, you're a lone wolf, then 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 good for you. I'm not that way. You know, I I, I don't envy you. I don't have any hard feelings about it. Um, wish you all the best, but I'm not that way. You know, to me, family's important. It's important to have family. You know, um, I can't imagine where I would be in my life without my family. And that's not just my biological family, that's, you know, my extended family as well. I can't imagine where I'd be in life. My family's been there with for me through the hardest times in my life. You know, and I still don't know what 
what is what lies ahead of me now but it makes me feel good to know that i'm going to have family there to help me through with it that i don't have to go through it alone that there will be someone there to help me pick up the pieces when it seems like everything's falling apart and that's something that's extremely comforting to me and i imagine that it's that way for a lot of people so Just try, guys. Try and work it out. And if you've done the work and you've put in the time, you've put in the effort, you've had those hard conversations and nothing has changed or you're still in a state of being miserable, then you got to make that choice for yourself and you've got to choose yourself over over them. Um, again, that's that's the last resort. But at some point, you may have to face that situation and make your decision. Hopefully, your other family members will understand and respect your decision. And if not, that's fine. They don't have to. Because it's your decision and it's your life. And you've only got one of those to live. So live it how you want to live it. Okay? I know this one's a little short. And uh, some of you may be happy. Some of you may not. I don't know if this helps anybody. Um, if it does, great. If not, this one wasn't for you. So, as always, guys, if you got anything, reach out to me, whether it's in person, through social media, email, whatever the case may be, just reach out and uh, we'll see if we can't help out in some way. Um, you know, I don't know everything, but I know a lot of things and I'm a jack of all trades. So, I like to at least try. All right. All right, guys. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you sitting in and listening to me banter on. So until the next time, be safe.